Hey there everyone, Tyler Pyburn here from 5Tool Productions and this is the Create Smarter Podcast. Today we've got another great guest on the show. We have Gray Almeida from Ash Gray Marketing. It's a small boutique marketing agency that really focuses on telling stories and designing websites for brands. But Gray wasn't always in that business. She actually started out in Swiss banking. So how does one get from Swiss banking all the way to designing websites and running your own small business? Well, you'll have to listen to find out. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I said the last name right this time, you didn't did, I? You did, yes. I know. We Off air, we were having this conversation as whether or not, how do you pronounce it? Almeida or Almeida? And there's right and wrong ways, but we really know what the right way is, don't we? We do. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So you're obviously from Ashgray Marketing. Give me a, a little background. What is Ashgray Marketing? So Ashgray Marketing, I do marketing for small businesses, uh, specifically uh, real estate agents. Mm-hmm. But now that I've been doing it for a couple of years, other small businesses have approached me asking me to help me help them with their marketing. And so I've been doing web design for other small businesses. So when we say marketing, that covers a lot, right? I mean, marketing is probably the most broadest term you can possibly use. That's right. So yes. when someone comes to you and says, can you help me with my marketing? Yes, yes, which a lot of people do. And <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm the sure first question do. I ask is, well, what is it exactly that you're looking for? And so what I do, what I can help with, I can help with a lot of things, but now that I've been doing it for a couple of years, I've decided, you know, obviously I can't just go out and talk to any new small business saying, I can help you do the marketing because it started becoming too much. Mm-hmm. You know, I was doing everything for them, whether it was social media, uh, print marketing, um, helping them with the word of mouth, their website, photography. And that's when I started deciding it was time for me to narrow it down on what is it that I'm good at, but also what is it that I like to do most. And that was actually web web design. Really? Yes. Interesting. Yes. That's pretty well, I'm going to dig into the whole narrowing down process because I think that's an important thing for kind of every business out there, figuring out what you like and what you mm-hmm. want to do and what you're good at yes. and double down on that, right? <laughs> that's yep. just so important. But so, but you weren't always a web designer. Not at you all. You weren't always, you know, working in real estate. Take me back. You know, <laughs> where, do you, yes. where, is, where do you kind of start, so to speak? Uh, so it's funny because when I graduated college, I actually, my first job was in finance and I was working in Swiss banking. I grew up, I was born and raised in Switzerland. I know there's a slight accent, folks. Will yes, hear, yes. <laughs> and I was working in finance since I had studied hospitality. I had client management experience because okay. I had been trained with that. So I was able to sell myself in the interview for the Swiss bank saying, I can, I can speak with your clients. I can, you know, treat them like, like they deserve to be treated as being your best clients. So I got the job in the front office. Um, I worked there for a couple of years. And when I moved to Boston 10 years ago, I started working for a market research firm in Boston, mm-hmm. uh, also in account management, so taking care of clients. So that was pretty much the only experience I had before I got married, had children, and became a stay-at-home mom for about six or seven years. Mm-hmm. And I had been thinking for a while, okay, well, what am I going to do next once my little one starts school? I don't want to go and work in a hotel. I definitely don't want to go back into finance because that's not something I love to do. And 
So it, it's tough when you don't have that passion, right? Like exactly. You know, that real I, fire. And I didn't want to go and just get an administrative job just to, to try to get a paycheck and stay. You know, that just didn't make sense. And my husband, too, who commutes into Boston, was like, well, if you're going to go back to work, find something that makes sense because we all have to get organized now to make the kids' schedules and all that work. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when I decided to get my real estate license which seems like it's a pretty popular thing to do for stay-at-home moms who stay at home a lot. Can kind of make your own hours a little bit. You, you know, you, you think, think that. Exactly. You think that. Everybody <laughs> thinks that. But anybody says, oh, yeah, make my own hours. Until someone calls and said, can yeah. you show me a house right now? Which is so right? funny because I have quite a few friends who are in real estate and family members had said, you know, Gray, is real estate is not what you think. Real estate is working in real estate and helping people buy a home is a lot of work, oftentimes more than even just any other job. But, you know, I had been at home for a couple of years, so I felt like I knew a lot about homes. I had friends who had beautiful homes that I'd been stepping into, and just I, I felt like I knew the area well. And so I was mm-hmm. like, no, I'm going to be really good at this, and I'm good with clients, so I'm really going to kill you it. You kind of pair the two together, right? It just made sense. And yeah. I do think that, yes, you have to be that type of person to be able to be good at real estate. Mm-hmm. And so the first challenge was I had not worked for six, seven years, so I was going out and getting my license which gotcha. was fun. That yeah. was a challenge in itself. Can I actually pass the test? You're going back and you're learning again, right? Which you're, was so much fun. fun. It was pretty, you know, it was a week of pretty intense, but I was hoping I would get it and I passed it. So that was good. And, uh, but then it was joining a brokerage firm, which was easy because there are so many around. But then the idea is, okay, well, how do you go get your first client? Now the mm-hmm. hard part starts. Yeah. You so know? Great. Congrats on getting that certificate, yes. that paper that yes. says you're allowed to do this. Exactly. Now go do it, right? And I didn't want to join a real estate team. Okay. That was the one thing I think I had always felt so frustrated with ever since I had graduated college is, is I wanted to be able to do something my way. Now, I know everybody wants to do it, and it's, it's mm-hmm. actually not necessarily the right, right way to do it. You have mm-hmm. to learn from somebody who's an expert in that Certainly, field. Certainly, definitely. But I just walked in being like, well, I want to do it my way. I want to do, I want to market the homes. I was kind of, I wanted to do it a little bit differently. I felt mm-hmm. like every real estate agent's website was exactly the same. I felt like the photos, sometimes I would go, because I had looked for a home when I searched for a home with my husband. Yeah. And I was frustrated by the photos were just, I Stale felt insulted sometimes. Yeah. Like, why would you think that I would be interested in going see this home? You're not even taking the time to go and try You're to show it to me You're taking a picture with properly. an iPhone, which, you know, don't get me wrong. They've gotten better. They've gotten better. <laughs> but still you know, take the time. Do you really want to sell me this yes. property? You know, put your heart and soul into it a bit more. And right? I wasn't connecting with the homes or I just kind of felt like it was because I needed a home and because I had to find real estate that, okay, I'll go see this house and I'll buy mm-hmm. it. But I, it didn't make me feel like I was, it was a special time in my life because I was going to see these beautiful homes. Mm-hmm. I remember feeling that way. Um, so I didn't really want to join a team because I didn't really know any, personally, any of the agents in my area that I felt I wanted to look up to mm-hmm. and learn from. I think maybe had I known somebody who I could look up to and learn from, I would have wanted to be on their team. But that wasn't the case at the time. Um, so I went out and joined the bro- brokerage firm, and I had to go now and find clients. Okay, this is what's going to make a good real estate agent or not, the yep. ones who can go and hustle and find the clients and find good ways to find clients. And, of course, you know, everybody says in real estate it's almost all word of mouth. So how do you get that number one? How do you get the first one so we can start the word of mouth <laughs> Who's process? Who's going to go and say yeah. you want to sell your house and you want to make a lot of money? So, hey, give it to the newbie over there. Yeah, exactly. You know, she done this before. Learn. She just got her license, <laughs> right? <laughs> so... That's when I just, I, I knew I had an idea of how I wanted to market the homes. I, I needed to prove myself. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I decided, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a blog of home tours. 
and I, I'm going to show everybody how I would market a home if it were a house that were for sale. Mm -hmm. And so with a lot of my houses, uh, my friends who had beautiful homes in the area, I said, okay, I'm starting this blog, this website, which is funny because I had never done a website before. This is actually, to get back to your question, I have no web design background. Yep. But here I am, I got my real estate license and I have to start marketing myself. I had reached out to a couple of other web design companies in Boston who their website and their portfolio seemed to meet what I wanted. And I would reach out to them saying, okay, my budget is of, you know, I had less than a thousand dollars. You know, is there any way that we could work together? And none of them would get back to me because on their website, it would clearly say starts around $5,000. Yeah. And I would just hope, I would just say, I just really want a landing page. Maybe one, maybe one, Mike, right? Yes, yeah. you know, like I, I don't need much. Yeah. I just want something that looks appealing. And then, you know, so they wouldn't get back to me. So I decided, well, I have to just go ahead and build my own. And that's when I started working with, with some very user-friendly web platforms. So I had my website up. I was starting to learn how to use with that use that platform. And then I had my friends who had beautiful homes that were going to allow me to go into their homes, photograph their homes, and then um, talk about their homes in a way to as if I'm marketing that house, but it's not even on the market. So it was more like an off-market. It's just a kind of showcase. But again, yeah. going back to what you had just said is it's a way to show your capabilities and exactly. your abilities, right? It's a kind of a proof of concept, which every... I mean, any person in the world that has kind of a crazy idea needs can't just talk about it, right? Yeah. You have to show something to show yep. that I'm how capable I'm, of doing this, right? So, how I'm different, the exactly. value that I'm going to bring to you. So maybe I had never done a transaction before, but I would kind of talk about it saying, well, I am a real estate agent with a brokerage firm. They've paired me with some mentors who will help me in the transaction. Totally. But what I can bring to the table is this, I have a, photo, you know, I know how to take photos, which mm-hmm. a friend photographer Katie Hall photo had taught me how to take some beautiful photos. Thank you, Katie, by the way, because I completely <laughs> changed my life. <laughs> so she had taught me how to take photos and use my camera. Mm-hmm. So I could come to the table for with my client saying, I will take beautiful photos for you at no additional cost. I didn't have to hire a professional photographer to do that for me. Mm-hmm. And I can put them on my beautiful website. And with this blog now, I have a certain following of people who are interested in the mm-hmm. homes in this area. So. I have a pl- I have people who are following who it's a platform for me to be able to share the fact that your house is on the market and kind of package it that way. So that's how it all started. Mm-hmm. It w- which is interesting though because I think I don't know exactly how what the timing was where my wife Diane kind of came into play, but I remember mm-hmm. we had first moved to Norfolk and we'd only been here for a short time. And I think you guys might even have met at a photography yes. class, to be <laughs> honest with you. So this is all wild. Now I'm kind of piecing everything together. But really what she had said, oh, I, I met this woman named Gray and she's doing real estate with like a logo. And my wife does a lot of design and creative things like that. A lot better than I can do. That's for sure. Um, but she had pieced it together, and while she was putting the logo together, she's like, oh, check out the site. And I said, huh, this is really interesting. For, for me, I mean, I'm kind of a content marketer. I'm a guy that likes to tell stories using video. I was like, this is the way real estate should be shown. It's a different way of doing it. It's not the, my picture's up on Zillow, call so-and-so, call a banker, and that's that, right? It was a different way of kind of selling the home and not just, I think that's the way to put it. It's not selling a house, it's selling a home and experience. Mm-hmm. It's selling the story behind the home. You yep. know, what, what? how was this pieced together? What was the thought process that about building out this extra wing or, or updating this old barn? You know, we wanted to make it modern, but wanted to keep it the exact same, right? So it was a different way of 
telling stories. But the thing I like that you're saying right now is you have no experience, Mm -hmm. but you kind of gained experience while showing your proof of concept along the way, too. It actually brought me, what it turned into was to something that I had never I didn't expect. First of all, when I was going in and taking all these photos for this blog, he was giving me content to then put on social media, yep. Instagram, Facebook. And on Instagram, you can reach so many people with the hashtags. Yep. So for example, by just having my Instagram account for my home tours, there was this family in New York who were going to be moving to um, New England. And the wife found me through the hashtag, liked the photos. I don't know if she really knew that they were just off-market home tours. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure, not that that really matters, but she reached out to me on Instagram saying, my family is moving, could you help us find a home? It was incredible. I couldn't even yeah. believe it because I was so new and I'd never really had much experience with Instagram except for private my private account. Mm-hmm. This was Yeah, one there's I- one thing, you know, you think sometimes like, yeah, I'm just sharing up, here's what. I've got from a, you know my kids. Here's yeah. pictures of my kids. We're going skiing this weekend. Something to that effect. But you don't think this is how it works. Yes. You know that I people are stumbling upon you. They're mm-hmm. finding and figuring out. I want to work with her because she knows she has an eye for exactly something. Right. So that was completely mind-blowing to tell you the truth to me because I was not a true believer in Instagram. It was very new, mm-hmm. and suddenly I realized, wow, this is such a powerful tool. It was incredible. And not only that, but through my home tours, I did a home tour for this home in Franklin, and it was a beautiful home tour. Well, they, I didn't know this at the time, but that family had another house that had been on the market uh, for a couple of months, and it wasn't selling. And because they liked the photos, and they liked the story, and they liked everything, well, they decided to give me a chance, saying, hey, could you sell our house this way? And they were my first listing, and I... And which, which is funny because I remember as we were talking, they knew I had no experience and that was a huge risk on their part. Mm-hmm. But I had found on Instagram virtual furniture and these um, graphic designers who would put virtual furniture in. Furniture and inside a home. Inside so a I home that was that. empty. Yeah. And I had seen that and I was like, that is so cool because I knew that I could take the photos a certain way that they would set the, the background perfectly for them to be able to put the virtual furniture so in. wild. Yeah. It's crazy when you think about that. It, it's it like, is wait, compl- what are you doing? And the it's way you're staging a house, but you're staging it virtually, but not so. I mean, you've seen some of those virtual ones. That's like a chair doesn't sit on the ground. Yeah, like yeah. That doesn't make sense. But when yeah. you find one that works, it's like, wait a minute, this isn't real. That's nuts. Well, which is funny because they started talking about the possibility, though it was an empty home because they weren't living in it. And I remember coming home and telling my husband, I know what I want to do. What I want is let me take our furniture for a month and put it into that house mm-hmm. just so that it looks you know, nice with our furniture. And when people come to the open house, it will give them a better vision. And my husband was like, you are out of your mind. It is out of the question. <laughs> so that's when I had to come up with a plan B. So I went back to them and pitched it saying, well, how about we do virtual furniture? And that sealed the deal. And they gave me the listing. No kidding. And so I did exactly what my plan was, was take beautiful photos. They came out unbelievable. I loved it. That's uh, awesome. Put it on my website, marketed it um, in a public way on Facebook mostly. And I was very surprised to see how it was picking up by my friends, 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 mm-hmm. and other people. And we... It's a domino effect, right? You know, it's like all it takes is that kind of one and it helps amplify yeah. it, right? It helps get yeah. it out there just a little bit more. And then one of their friends, it's like the old stupid, what was it? Pert Plus, I think, in the long time. It's like, and they'll tell two friends and they'll <laughs> tell two friends, right? But that's yeah. the way it happens, right? Yeah. It just starts getting the snowball effect and just picks up steam as it goes. And it, that's exactly what happened. And uh, a cash buyer showed up and we closed within 30 days. It was unbelievable. 
And it was just so satisfying to see how well it had worked. I, d I do feel like I got lucky too. The right mm, buyer came sure. along at the right time, but my plan happened perfectly. So once that closed, other real estate agents started approaching me saying, could you help me? Because I didn't have another listing. Because mm -hmm. you know, as you're selling, you've got to find a new client yeah. and keep planting the seeds. Well, that's the whole thing as a, you know, small business owner, you don't have a sales team, right? You don't have, yes. <laughs> so I'm working on current project, but I also need to be thinking about next yeah. month, right? So that's why you do oftentimes need to be in a team because mm -hmm. you, everything needs to be working all at once. But I was so absorbed by this sale. It was my first sale. And that's also when I realized, well, once the offer was accepted, the transaction started. Mm -hmm. And I didn't enjoy that part as much. Gotcha. You know, yep. I enjoyed the marketing. I was so satisfied by that. And I also, once other realtors started approaching me saying, can you help me with your market, my marketing? I was like, absolutely. Cause that was perfect. I would do awesome. help them with the marketing and then they would pick up the transaction and keep going. And that's when it turned into Ash Green Marketing. That's so cool. That's yeah. awesome. So now, you know, now that you're doing Ash Green Marketing, I've seen you work with small businesses. I've seen yes. you, you know, primarily focuses um, with real estate. So how do you, I know you do a lot of website builds. Yes. Obviously, you, you work with my wife yesterday at our house. I know that. But in doing that, how do you, you mentioned in the very beginning when you were going to the Swiss bank, you're saying, I need to sell myself. So how do you tell whether it's a, a realtor or a small business, sell yourself online. How do you do that? How do you actually go about telling someone, you, yesterday, you're sitting down with my wife, how do you tell, what did you talk about? What, how did you sell, tell her, sell yourself online right now? So for the, It's a loaded question, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, no. Well, I think that there are so many different, depending on, on what way, like whether it's Instagram, Facebook, paper ads, paper marketing, or, mm -hmm. or website. And this, in this specific example, we were working on the website. Well, I, I think it's already the first impact you're gonna have on somebody when they arrive on your website, visually. Mm -hmm. That's what I think is most important. And not for it to be too busy, just that you can open up the website and you just create a, an emotion for the person who's looking at the website. That, that's to me, what's most important. So that, that was just making sure that, okay, does their website look visually appealing? Then what is it exactly that you're trying to communicate to the people who are coming to your website? Mm -hmm. And in this instance, it was for a podcast. Yeah. So yes, my wife and I both have podcasts. So we're a crazy family. <laughs> Everyone should understand this. <laughs> and, and, and so it was, it was okay. So it's a podcast. Let's make it clear that there, it's a website where they can come and listen to the podcasts. What is the way for us to be able to have the podcasts on the website in the most visually appealing way and easiest way for people to be able to listen? Does mm -hmm. that answer your no, question? No, it definitely does. It, it, it makes sense. Again, simplify, yes. right? Simplify. And I think that's true for all marketing. And all presentation, like, simplify it. You know, the, I, how many websites do you go on and say there is just so much mm. stuff going on on a website? Yep. Marketing, you have you're trying to tell them everything all at once. I always go back to you know, put yourself in their shoes. What do they want to see if they're coming mm -hmm. to your site or they're reading your marketing material? Are they looking for real estate? Are they looking for a podcast? They want to know a little bit of background about you. They don't need to know everything all at once, right at that moment in time. It's trying to kind of guide them on their journey, in a sense, right, a little bit more. Yep. It's, it's, it's tough to do, though. It's not easy, right? <laughs> I, I think you just have to be confident in what your 
objective is. For example, when I started my real estate website, I had a lot of friends who would be like, I'm a little bit confused. Are you a real estate agent? Or are you, are you just an interior designer? What are you exactly? And it was very difficult for me to explain at first. I remember thinking I'm going to have to find a way to make sure that people aren't as confused when they come to my website. But at the same time, I was still trying to discover where I was going. I also wanted to leave it up a little bit up in the air, and I didn't necessarily want to give all the answers out right away. I wanted to intrigue people because I wasn't going to go and everybody wasn't going to necessarily love one style of a house that I photographed mm -hmm. and the choices made in that in interior design of that family. But I wanted people to still be intrigued as to, okay, what is it that I'm, what is it that I'm, I'm looking at on this website? I, I like the photos. The story's kind of interesting though it hasn't really triggered an emotion with me. But I want to come back to see next time. What's the next post that she's going to, what others, mm -hmm. the next house? And then I would try to do kind of a different style home. Gotcha. And I was really just trying to throw my net out to mm -hmm. try to Cast attract. Cast it pretty wide to try to bring in yes. the different styles and different things. And I also wanted people to be intrigued by what's Gray up to now. Yeah, you know? totally. Well, again, you kind of, there's so much stuff and it's easy for someone to say, you know, squirrel and no, turn their head and <laughs> run away, right? Yeah. So you have to kind of continuously stay, and that's what we've seen for us in particular. It's like, if we don't post, if we don't keep up with it for a certain amount of time, it's like, okay, we are losing steam. We're not in front of people as much anymore. So it, it's, you have to, and to your point, you have to kind of cast that wide net to show kind of all of your capabilities. Yep. Um, one of the things that I'm kind of interested at is like you're telling stories. Does every single home, does every single business, do they have their own story? I often meet these small businesses mm -hmm. since I'm a little small business yeah. of my own yeah. when they are just starting. And so oftentimes I'll just meet with them. They heard of me from a friend or you know, maybe saw my social media. We sit down and they're like, well, I'm thinking of starting – uh, like I have an Etsy shop and I do jewelry gotcha. and I would like to have my own website mm -hmm. or I'm a fitness professional and I would like to start my following on a website and make videos. So usually they don't have, I mean, they have their story. Everybody has their own story, mm -hmm. but they haven't really figured out what story they want to tell to everybody. communicate and to tell exactly. everybody. Right? So how do you start there? What do you do? I mean, when someone comes to you, what, what's kind of yeah. your first order of business? So we just have a great conversation and we start yep. talking and we try to imagine what it is that they're trying to communicate. What makes them dream? That, that's the best part for us to get motivated together. Okay, what yeah, is it that you... then you're pumped up, right? What's and your dream? What do you... And what do you... How do you want to be perceived? Mm -hmm. And from there, we try to see what are others interested in. And then we try to create... That's exactly what it happened with the jewelry designer in Franklin, PT mm -hmm. Color Market. Yep. When she came, she had a successful Etsy shop. And she's like, I want a website. I want to start selling on a website. And that's great. But you know, it was like, well, then how about we create a whole experience on this website for people to really want to wear your jewelry? Mm -hmm. And that was, I remember sitting at the Franklin Public Library, sitting down together and imagining what we were going to do to, to, to create her brand. What mm -hmm. was her story? And we created it together. And, you know, I thankfully knew Diane, your wife, who, who could help us in so many ways with her shop, mm -hmm. that we could go. It'd be a location for us to be able to do the photo shoot. We needed mm -hmm. a photo shoot. So we had Katie, mm -hmm. who we can come in. She was going to be our photographer. Speaking with uh, Paulina, it was... It's Franklin. A lot of the leather that she does her jewelry with is from a barn in Franklin. So it was like, well, get some of your girlfriends on board who mm -hmm. are from Franklin. Let's have them model the website. Let's create this story about these strong women in Franklin 
who are together wearing your beautiful pieces, feeling beautiful, wearing your, I mean, it was this dream that we came up with. Mm -hmm. And then we just made it happen. We created this story for when you go onto the website, you go on there, you look at these beautiful photos of these beautiful pieces with these great f women on there. And you honestly want to go and buy pieces. I mean, <laughs> well, so like that to me is awesome. Storytelling in general is so much more than this is an awesome product. Right? I mean, sometimes the product is just so incredible that you can't turn it down. We understand that. But when it comes to, say, jewelry, how many options are out there? You mentioned Etsy. You can go on Etsy and you can find a lot of the exact same things out there. I mean, yeah, I can type in, you know, leather bracelet yes. and hundreds would pop up. But when you start learning the stories and you start hearing, you say, I'm connecting with this person because I feel like a powerful woman. Not that I'm going to be going out and doing that, but still, you're connecting with the person behind the brand. Yeah. How important is that? So important. I, I think and seeing the reaction in social media and having our new beautiful website, which was something that then she could go and share on social media. Mm -hmm. And not only were her friends so happy and wanting to celebrate her because she had this beautiful website and she had these beautiful pieces and was telling them finally, instead of it just being a shop with product photos, where they could really imagine themselves th through the lookbook that we had created. This is the way I want to look. I love that style. And it was, I still sometimes look at the website just blown away that we created that, that I don't know, it just triggers an emotion in me and I hope that other people who go to the website feel the same way. So one of the other things you just kind of talked about was, you know, you, you worked with Diane for the store, my wife Diane, you, you worked with Katie for photography. Yes. How important is it as kind of a, a, a solopreneur mm -hmm. <laughs> to be able to work with others, to be able to connect and say, I can't do everything, which you said when you first started out, you were trying to do everything. Yes. You have your singular focus, it's the kind of the storytelling, the, the marketing, and the website build. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily need to handle the, the photo, the video, the social, everything. How important is it to kind of work with others and say, I might not be able to do this, but I do know someone that can help yes. you, right? It's so important. Like, I can take photos of real estate. I, th I think I'm pretty good at it. Mm -hmm. But that's just furniture. And for some reason, yep. I can really capture that. When it comes to moving people, uh, family photography, I am not good at it. And, and mm -hmm. I'm so thankful that I have Katie. Not only did she teach me how to take photographer, but she is so good at what she does. And then I have Diane and Heather with their shop. Mm -hmm. and, and it's such a beautiful location, and they're so good at styling. Just we, this past, uh, last month, we did, we did another website where she contacted me. She was a friend of Paulina, who's the, the jewelry designer. She contacted me saying, I love that website. Could you create that same could you create that same concept or that same that same vibe that story yes, that aura for that. me i want that so Very badly cool. and so that was i was like i probably can but wait i have to go and ask you know the other girls if they're on board or not mm -hmm. because i knew i couldn't do it without them and when i see them come and do their craft and they are so good at it and i know i cannot do it, it it's hard to to explain the the how it makes me feel. I mean, without them, I don't think that my work would be as good as it is. I need those photos. I need, I need um, their their skill to be able to to um, place the objects and, and design it. Mm -hmm. And together, I think that we can really create something amazing. Yeah, so so you, I think you, I think it's so important. You might not have a team in house in one office. But you have a network yes. that you can lean on and yes. kind of that crutch that can help and support and, and vice versa. I know for a fact that they've leaned on you for a website and yes. Katie's done the exact, I mean, everybody is kind of, you help one another and help each other grow. And I think that's, that's true whether you're great friends with the person or if you're kind of just 
an entrepreneur in general. We're kind of all in this together, right? Everybody yes. wants to see one another do well. So it's that's important for that. So, so important because you just can't do it all. Yeah. And even though you try, oftentimes you're just not as good as maybe you're the other professional. Mm -hmm. And if you can just go and let go and, and trust them to do it and add that to your to what you're good at, I think that's when you can you, you can really create something unbelievable. Yeah, like I said, d d double down on what you're good at. Yes. You know, do what you're good at and really crush it with what you're good yes. at. And then if you're not good in an area, find the person that is. Exactly. Right? And pull them on board too. Yes. That's awesome. Very cool. All right, to wrap it up, one question I have for you to kind of end it all. What is your advice to people that are just starting out right now, whatever the business, you know, something, kind of a, just a, a nugget would be tell your story. What would, what would be kind of your your nugget that you would give out to someone that's kind of just starting out, starting a business, whatever business it may be, what would you kind of, would well, you tell them? Most of the businesses who I've sat down with who haven't started yet, I find myself often telling them, just do it, start it, try it. You'll never know whether or not it works or whether or not you enjoy it until you try it. Because mm -hmm. oftentimes we finally sit down when a lot of these future business owners or whatever they want to do have been thinking about it for a long time. And I can see that they're like, I'm frustrated. I want to do it, but I don't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes I'm like, okay, well, the first step, let's do a website. <laughs> yeah. I always feel if you at least have and a something website. something simple. It doesn't have to be crazy. No, even a landing page. But I really feel like, mm -hmm. it, at least for me, this is the advice I give because they come to me for a website. I often say you can have a Facebook page, you can have Instagram, but you still need a website to really look legit. Mm -hmm. Because that's what I do. When I suddenly find somebody who's interesting on Instagram, I go to their website to say, okay, what is it exactly what they do? Because to me, the Instagram is just a way to bring traffic to your website, which is where is where you keep the content of what your skill is. Or even if you, whatever your business is, let's say you're a baker, you still need to have a great website to tell me your story mm -hmm. of your bakery and why I should come and eat your bread, you know? So usually I find myself telling them, just go for it. You got nothing to lose. Now, if they have to go and invest a ton of money, it's a different story. It's a different right? story. You know, Usually, though, you know, if you're you're starting a restaurant, it's yes, it's different. that obviously you need a business plan and things yeah. like that, and really think it through. Probably experience you need to have. Mm -hmm. So I'm not usually talking with them. I'm usually talking with a small business owner who has an idea and wants to get launched. And I just always tell them, go for it and see, you, you don't entirely know where it's gonna lead you mm -hmm. to, you might take a completely different path, but if you don't get started. Well, th that's just it too, you know, we, we mentioned a restaurant. You might say your goal is to, I wanna be run a, a restaurant chain in Boston and it ends up growing all across the country. You don't start there. Right, you might no. say, "Nope, I want to absolutely crush it by selling meatballs out of my back door." Right, yeah. <laughs> whatever it yeah. may be, and just say, "All right, fine." We're ties meatballs. We're known I, for meatballs. Now, usually, you know? that's probably the best way to get started. Yeah, and and I've actually I have spoken with friends who have these great ideas, but they're already looking so down the line, and mm -hmm. I'm I'm already feeling exhausted. And I tell them, "You're going to exhaust yourself looking at the small, tiny details that only come once." your little concept becomes successful. Mm -hmm. You know, if sometimes I've even s spoken to some people and said, start on Etsy, see if it even works. If you like it- Do people it, like this? Are they buying it? Do they, are they yeah. interested? Right? And are you, yeah, are you enjoying it? Are you, is it keeping your interest? Because how many times have, I know it's happened to me, I start something and then realize, ooh, I mean, let's say real estate. I got my license, but then I realize this is not at all what I wanna do. I don't mm -hmm. like the transaction. I just like the marketing part. Yeah. So often I say, well, start small. Give it a try. Start with your friends, with your family, seeing if they're interested in it, depending on what it is, of course. And then go take, but don't worry too much about 
exactly where you're going to be in five years, which mm -hmm. is so funny because so many times people have told me through school is you have to have a plan and you got to just focus on that plan and any, you know, whatever path you take, you'll get to that plan. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. For me personally, so far, it's been completely different. I, I just started small. I had, this is what I wanted to do at that time. And it's just led me to a path of doing small business marketing that I had no idea. Which, I was going to say, which you had no idea. No idea. And that's the thing. You, you website start design. I had no idea. I only did it because nobody would do my website for real estate. And then I suddenly realized, <laughs> oh, I really love doing it. So somebody might be doing meatballs, but then they suddenly realize, oh, I don't have the right, I don't know, tool to make my meatball. And they've suddenly come up with an idea and, and become a millionaire because they created that new tool to make the perfect meatball. Mm -hmm. I don't know how we got on meatball. I don't but know. I 100% know it's my fault because it all when it comes back to food, it always ends up coming from my so mouth. So just somehow. go for it. <laughs> yeah. That's my answer. Awesome. Just go for it. It's a common theme, though. Everybody needs to do it. Awesome. Great. Thank you so much for Thank joining you. us. Really appreciate it. All right. She is Gray Almeida. I am Tyler Pyburn from Five Tool Productions. This is Create Smarter. Thanks so much for listening. You'll hear us next time.